Welcome to Learned Lag, a podcast about yesterday's Learned League questions and answers. I'm Amanda. And I'm George. I'm in Zephyr A, and Amanda's in Zephyr B. This is season 25 for me and season 21 for Amanda. And this is day 11 of season 93. Our first question gives us uh, the definition of a term in several different scientific disciplines and asks us to name it. So I, I was kind of thinking of that I might know this as we went through physics and then particle physics and then chemistry and then finally acoustics. Uh, it's a phenomenon in which a system amplifies sound waves with a frequency matching the system's natural frequency. Mm-hmm. And that to me, oh, okay, this is resonant because I've heard about resonant frequencies. Okay. Um, and that, that that's a, a, a thing that uh, architects have to watch out for. Um, and uh, both in uh, both in terms of sound in, in say a concert hall or something uh, and also just in terms of if you've got a lot of people walking over a thing or if you've got uh, a wind set up then you have to worry about the resonant frequency of the building and its materials sure so so that so that that locked in for me at resonance yeah, this one for me was just a matter of kind of reading through it all, and um, I think the acoustics one is the real is the one that really stands out as certainly the most familiar. Like when you think of resonance, you think of a sound that something is making, and that it's a very sort of reverberating or or strong or you know I don't know about even loud sound, but just like a a really strong one, I guess. Mm. Um, and I sort of checked that against these other definitions about, you know, the, the subatomic particle, the, you know, natural frequency. I did find it weird that it gave sort of two definitions, like one from physics and then acoustics. They seem to be the same definition, effectively. Yeah. Um, which is a little strange, but uh, I guess they Thorsten felt he had to to nerf it out to that degree. Um, but yeah, once I kind of landed on you know is this an echo is this a sine wave is this you know uh, a couple of the things that i considered i realized shortly after are in the question um like is this an amplification etc but you know then i kind of hit upon resonance and thought yeah that sounds like something that applies to all these different things and so that's what i put down as well and that was correct Mm -hmm. question two asks us what U.S. state has a California university. Yeah, I didn't know this one. Um, it, it notes that it will have said, said university until July of 2022. I don't know what that refers to. Um, and so I was just left kind of listing the states to myself and according to my elementary school song that helped me memorize them all. <laughs> um, and I finally just went with Arizona because I thought, you know, a lot of things in the desert Southwest, like, you know, the Baja Peninsula, Baja California, though that's part of Mexico, like other things might be named that in the same area of the continent or the country. And so I thought, you know, it kind of makes sense. Arizona's like next door there that, you know, it, there might be other things named California that a university could be named after. Um, and so, I, it, this was really just a sheer guess. I, I did a little bit of a back formation thinking like, well, 
in July it gets too hot for the university to hold class. <laughs> but no, not really. Um, I just, like I said, a sheer guess. I put down Arizona. Reasonable. Uh, so I, I knew this was somewhere in the tier of states that is below us here in Michigan. Because okay. Pennsylvania and Ohio and Indiana uh, kind of have this collection of schools that you you almost uh, always hear, no, not that one. <laughs> Miami University of Ohio. Oh, right. Or, yeah. uh, there, and there's... There's a few others, and, and I, I think there's an Indiana University in Pennsylvania, and I think there's a weird thing in Indiana as well about that. So, sure. so I had to, so I immediately thought it was one of those, and I thought that Pennsylvania either had more of them, or I'd kind of eliminated them by like, okay, Miami's the one in Ohio. I think there's like a, more than one in Pennsylvania. So I thought California University in Pennsylvania. Does that make sense? It makes sense, as much sense as anywhere else. Uh, and I, I felt that it wasn't that far out west. Uh, and that is largely because there are simply fewer universities out west. Um, so ones in that area, I've, I've heard of virtually every university in the Pacific time zone because that's where I went to high school and that's where all, you know, so all of the colleges in those several states would uh would be known to us so i just kind of kept coming back to pennsylvania and i almost changed it to indiana because i thought that might have been it but then i changed back to pennsylvania right before i entered i see um and that was the correct answer yeah. so good for you and I, i'm looking on wikipedia mm -hmm. um at its page and it notes that in july of 2021 the university was officially merged with fellow western pennsylvania institutions Clarion University of Pennsylvania and Edinburgh University of Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. So it's becoming a combined university called Pennsylvania Western, mm -hmm. um, which I assume that, you know, since the academic year would have started by then, then it's probably transitioning officially yeah. to that name yeah, in July. Probably, probably gave it some time to use up all the old stationery and the like. Sure. Change out the signage. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, the, the, the town that it's in, California, was mm -hmm. named after the then new state. In okay. the 1800s, it was founded in oh. like the 1840s. Okay. So, yeah, interesting. So I, California I University really is baffling. sort of named after the state of California. Well, sure. I, mm -hmm. You would expect so yep. um, in some sense. And I just couldn't figure out why we were being asked about this, really. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. um, That the July 2022 thing made, made me think, was this in the news? Was there some scandal? Is it being, mm -hmm. going bankrupt, being shut down? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, it was bankruptcy. You know, like... Why would I, why would I know about this other than living in Pennsylvania, which I don't. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, but yeah, so that's my learning experience of the yeah. day. Yeah, I think it's just one of the, there is a lot of, I don't want to say fluff in this question, but there's a lot of extra stuff <laughs> in this question. But yeah, yeah, it just kind of boils down to, uh, hey, have you ever heard of this school and thought, wait, that can't be there? Yeah. That's one of them. So yeah. Miami of Ohio and... Indiana and California universities of Pennsylvania. Sure. And it's, it's in that trivia category of sort of like, I'll allow it, but it's, it's getting close to <laughs> the minutiae instead yeah. of, of trivia, you know, just because there's no real hook to it. I, I would argue that if, if this had asked us like about one of the other of those three that combined, like, okay, no one outside of that area cares mm. that, that Clarion university is now going to be, 
Western Pennsylvania or whatever. Sure. But I, I think the the California University hook, you know, being in Pennsylvania is entertaining enough to have kind of been a thing that you could mm. that you, that your brain might have glommed onto at some point. I suppose. Yeah. Question three asks us for the name of another California <laughs> landmark, um, a park and a valley that was uh, mistakenly thought to be named after a grizzly bear in the Miwok language. So my first thought was Yosemite. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I thought, is Yosemite a valley? I don't know. Okay, let, let me think of other valleys in California. Mojave, is that a valley? No, I think that's a desert. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sequoia? Is there a Sequoia Valley? And then there's a Sequoia Park. I feel like Sequoia was always the trees. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think that was ever the bear. Um, yes. And then I, then I started thinking, oh, is this maybe a reference to Yogi Bear? who was famously a mm-hmm. resident of Jellystone Park. <laughs> so is this Yellowstone? Well, no, because Yellowstone clearly comes from the words yellow and stone. And it is also They're, not in California, is it That not? too, I, I can never remember which one is in California and which one is east of that, um, between Yosemite and Yellowstone. But just the fact that, okay, it's called Yellowstone, it's not, that that's not... Uh, that, that didn't mean grizzly bear. No. <laughs> uh, so I just kept coming back to Yosemite and thinking, well, if it's not another one of, like, if it's not Yosemite, it's some obscure thing that I'm mm-hmm. not going to think of. Because uh, I've eliminated, like, the main three that I could think of, you know, other than Death Valley, which, mm-hmm. again, probably not a word from the Miwok language that meant bear. Uh, <laughs> or, or could be confused with bear. So I just, I said Yosemite, and this was kind of the... Uh, the one on the day that I was least confident in. Hmm, okay. Uh, if we, if we were defending ourselves, I would have I would have given this one many more points just because it could have been many other ones. I did not know this at all. Okay. I guessed it. All right. Uh, yeah, I think I did kind of a combination of sort of background knowing this and piecing it together. Um, I've been to Yosemite and it's very beautiful and striking. And so I probably have, um, you know, I've I've seen a lot of Ansel Adams pictures of it. I've probably read somewhere that L.H. Bunnell was the, you know, the namer of it or the, you know, creator of it or whatever. Um, and I thought, you know, when trying to think of a park name, like you said, doesn't already mean something else that I can know or understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yosemite was kind of the one that came to mind. And I thought, are there grizzly bears in Yosemite? Or were there? I'm pretty sure, yeah, that sounds right. Um, and so I thought, is there both a park and a valley? Yeah, I think that's probably, that that sounds um, perfectly appropriate to me. And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, once I kind of landed on that, I... I couldn't even really think of other park names like that um, to to draw from. But the ones that I could think of would have been, like you said, you know, Yellowstone is clearly not referencing a grizzly bear. Um, And so, yeah, I, you know, in much the same way also went with Yosemite. And that was correct. Question four asks us, to which country is has Bridget Brink been nominated as the ambassador from the United States? 
Right, and noted that uh, the position was previously filled by Marie Yovanovitch in 2019. Um, and so what country has been a focus of weird political happenings between, you know, 2019 and 2022? Uh, certainly the one that comes to mind first is Ukraine and I, I really didn't, at the time when I was filling this out, I really didn't think about it much past that. But I thought, you know, so, someone with the last name Yovanovitch could certainly be a plausible ambassador to Ukraine. Um, and if the position was empty, then in April of 2022, it really needed to get filled. <laughs> um, and so there's definitely that hook in there for this question in a big way. Um and, and we might recall that, you know, Ukraine was a whole focus of uh, one of the biggest scandals, or, or at least what should have been a gigantic scandal in the mm -hmm. Trump administration, um, where he was attempting to put pressure on Ukraine to do things that helped him politically. And so, you know, the fact that there wasn't this ambassador, I don't remember the circumstances under which Yovanovitch left the position. But it totally makes sense that it also went unfilled for so long. Um, and maybe I might be a little surprised that Biden didn't fill it sooner. Mm. Um, but it probably was not amongst his top priorities coming in after an insurrection mm. in the middle of a pandemic um, and, and stuff like that. So um, once I, you know, hit upon that, I was like, but why bother thinking of anything else? At that point, I thought it fit all the uh, parameters uh, just perfectly. So I put Ukraine. Yeah, I uh, uh, just recognized, kind of recognized Bridget Brink. And then when I saw Marie Ivanovich, mm -hmm. uh, I said, oh, yeah, this is Ukraine. This was she was the she was the one who who left under a cloud of disloyalty mm. to the least loyal human being who's <laughs> ever lived. And Brink was the one who uh, was nominated just, just uh, last month in, in sort of a, oh, yeah, we probably do need an yeah. ambassador there, don't yeah. we, kind of mode. Right. So, so yep, this was Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And that is the correct answer. Question five gives us four sets of three numbers each and asks with whom they are commonly associated. These are the sides of right triangles mm -hmm. three four five being the classic one yes uh, I, I always remembered 5 12 13 as well i didn't know these other ones but they made sense mm -hmm. and i kind of ran the numbers real quick 49 okay yeah that works these are all uh simple right triangles mm -hmm. uh, used to demonstrate the pythagorean theorem these are associated with pythagoras yes i i had much the same thought um it, it took me, like, for a minute I was, like, just kind of grasping for mathematician names. I was like, is it Euler? And then I kind of let my voice drop, like, because I didn't, that's that's about it for what I could pull <laughs> first thing in the morning. Um, but then I noticed kind of like these are sets of three numbers specifically. And three, four, five in particular kind of stood out to me as, like, oh, yeah, that's the one that, that fits in the Pythagorean theorem as, like, integers. Um, you know, there's obviously you can calculate any, you know, 
hypotenuse or whatever for um, a triangle based on the other two legs, etc. Like you can figure these things out, but these are all um, uh, sets that, you know, are solutions to the Pythagorean theorem that work out to, you know, integer numbers. Um, and so I also put down Pythagoras. And that was correct. And by the way, I feel like I, on a meta note, should make note that I have no problem with math questions being in Learn League <laughs> of this type. Yes. Uh, this that's asking me a fact about math and, mm -hmm. you know, its history or uses or whatever. But just don't ask me to do math yeah. <laughs> to answer yeah, that, a question. Well, last season, there were no math questions, as I recall. That's right. And yeah, I think we... Uh, I think Thorsten decided that definition of math term is not a good trivia mm. question in and of itself. Sure. Uh, certainly, unless you could link it to something else, like this one did, which yeah. uh, I, I think yeah, this was a this was a good math question. Certainly yeah. better than x to the fourth plus three. Right. Question six asks us for an enigmatic and influential 1902 novella. It involves a four-month command of a Congo River steamboat. This is Heart of Darkness, Polish-born <laughs> author uh, uh, Conrad there, and uh, I just, I don't know what else to tell you. When you think about a traumatic four-month riv Congo River steamboat journey, that's going to come to mind. It's a book that, like, I feel like lots and lots of people read in high school. Of course, it's the basis of Apocalypse Now. It's you know, it's it's very. Um, there, there's just like one big neon sign over a question like this, um, that it is heart of darkness, which is, um, I, I don't know what else to say about it. It's yeah. it's it's fairly yuckyoid, but it's it is a highly influential novella, and yeah, just I, I knew this one. I, I'm sure you're all appreciating my highly coherent description of why. Um, but yeah, that's this. I, I think this will be one of the easier literature questions that could possibly be asked, mm. at least in Learned League. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Ditto all of that. <laughs> uh, I just, I, uh, yeah. Congo River, Heart of Darkness. That's, mm -hmm. I, I did not realize that it was written that, early 1902 oh. i would have said uh i would have said much closer to the movie upon which it was famously somewhat based apocalypse oh, now yeah uh, i would have said like 30s or 40s mm -hmm. that it was written um or published at least yeah, i just i've not i've not read heart of darkness that i recall oh i'm um, surprised yeah it just never came up in my schooling I just thought it was every high schooler had to do it or something. But I had right. a non-traditional high school experience. True, you did. So it's entirely possible that I should have read Heart of Darkness mm -hmm. at some point. I also probably should have ever taken a PE class, but <laughs> managed not to. Uh, well, so. you still should read Heart of Darkness. It's quite good. Yeah, I probably should. Mm. Um, especially as compared to other things that you, know, you get asked to read in high school, mm. which are sometimes of... Well... Heart of Darkness is one of those books that, like a lot of classics, may require a little more contextual knowledge to really be appreciated than high schoolers are likely to have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But 
that being said, it's it's quite compelling. Sure. Um, and so 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 do read it sometime. It's okay. probably online somewhere. But yeah, I I uh, if anything would have said it was published a little bit earlier than mm. the actual you know after the you know the twentieth century arrived. Mm. Um, and and certainly that fits with the fact that this is you know based on his experience 10 12 years beforehand mm-hmm. um and so well you uh, you having read it would probably know that it you know probably didn't have a radio on the ship or things like that so oh yeah I'd, yeah certainly that kind of thing um but yeah i i, I yeah right in the center of uh, a lot of literature that people have probably know pretty well. Yep. Or at least have, have heard of. Like, yeah. Like or you you've said, seen that, Apocalypse that Now. Association, you've probably heard of that. Congo River, that's just mm-hmm. kind of one of those uh, Jeopardy tripods. You know, Congo River, yeah. story about a voyage. You mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. Maybe maybe not necessarily Joseph Conrad, but Polish-born author. And just sure. those, those are things where you're circling around to, oh, okay, this is... That one particular thing. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. So that left me with five out of six on the day, which well is done. not terrible. Thank yeah. you. But you. I beard it. Woohoo. For the first time since before Thanksgiving. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I had nothing last season. Oh wow. Haven't done many this season. I've mm-hmm. gotten a couple mm-hmm. of nine fives in that time. Ah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, been a rough year this 2022. I guess so. Good. Got almost halfway through it before mm-hmm. managing to get everything. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, having had a couple myself, it's such a relief to yeah. just kind of feel like you're a little bit more back in the groove. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I it does make me think a little bit about whether um, or, or how Thurston has been reworking, um, you know, the... The mix of questions, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Certainly, having no math questions was quite a yeah quite a shift. Yeah. Um, and so it almost enough of a shift to make me wonder if he listens to the podcast. Because <laughs> um, I've groused about imagine it so much. We're, I can't imagine we're the only people who hate math. No, um, and and I don't know. I don't follow the message boards either. Yeah. So if you all have been uh, discussing it there, you know, good. thank you, thank you, yeah. <laughs> More or less, thank you. Just to to realize, uh, you know, we, we kind of have a. I feel like there's a statement of work out there, and I'm not mm-hmm. sure it's um, uh, geared to include that kind of thing. So, um, so yeah, uh, it's like I, I'm sort of wondering if that's affecting your performance, though, in some way. If we're, you know, you're very strong in a lot of traditional, quote unquote. Uh, areas of trivia that may be a little bit more male skewing versus female skewing mm-hmm. um so you know you wonder if it's kind of kind of shifting things a little bit like that yeah. i don't know yeah. could be um so anything else anything that you particularly defended uh hard or easy uh i think i under defended or over defended I put three on Heart of Darkness for both of my opponents ah, okay. because they had comparatively lower lit scores. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was just, I thought maybe it was like just confusing enough that, you know, they're not quite enough hints. It wasn't as, as nerfed out as like, he didn't give the name of the guy, but okay. that was about it. Um, and they just, they didn't have any other 
serious weak points in their uh, in their games. Okay. Uh, I know that I won in the private rundle. Sure. Uh, our friend Ben uh, sent me the good, the bad, and the ugly showdown <laughs> GIF or YouTube uh, snippet. I, I replied with a King Kong versus Godzilla GIF. <laughs> he justly pointed out that in the original texts. Uh, Godzilla was like six times taller than King Kong and would therefore have absolutely atomized him. Yeah. Um, Squash him like bug. Uh, But but I know that he went uh, 5-6 and missed the university question. Okay. So I I tooed that on him. So Mm -hmm. I won 9-6-7-5. Not as good as it could have been, but good enough. Good enough. Yeah. Um, Um. yeah, I put a three for both opponents on the university one because mm. I felt Reasonable. it was such sheer guesswork. Yeah, and a one in fi- one forty nine chance. Yeah, is you for know guess, you, yeah. you might be educated guessing mm. like it's probably not in Alaska or Hawaii, but maybe. I mean, mm. you know, um, it yeah. wouldn't be crazy for like Hawaii to have something like that. It being mm-hmm. where you probably fly from, right? You well, know, the, so a relationship there maybe. Yeah, this is another one where. Uh, I I would have gone by Josh Hill's maxim of not hanging a three on anything you don't know mm-hmm. uh, because I was pretty sure of Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I knew that uh, each of my opponents was from a Midwestern state and mm-hmm. may have run across this weird little Pennsylvania thing uh, at some point. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, mine were not um, mm-hmm. from, well... One was from further west in the Midwest, mm. and the other was from, like, Texas or Florida or something like mm. that, where I just thought this was, this one's just obscure enough, and what I hate is to put a three on something that is technically guessable out of a known set of answers. Like, if it's a state name, mm. then I'm hesitant to be like, Fair. that's the hardest question of the day, Fair. because you, you at least got a, like, a one in 50 shot. Um, and even more so if it's a definitely limited um, set of states, mm-hmm. for example. Um, but yeah, but this one I was just like, this is, as far as I could tell, was the hardest question of the day. And I don't think I was wrong about that. Personally. I think you're probably correct. So anyway, that's it for today. Uh, tune in tomorrow for more postgame analysis. And remember, don't forfeit. Don't cheat.